Hello, lovers. Danielle Eisenberg is joining us today all about bachelorette parties, and I could not be more excited. I know you love how we cover a variety of wedding topics here on the podcast, but sometimes it's nice to talk about something that's a little bit more fun and a little less serious, but still very important. And don't worry, we're still going to talk about the budget because I always talk about money. I don't know why. Anyways, Danielle is the founder of Batch Plays, which is a DIY web-based platform that streamlines the planning of bachelorette parties from invites to scheduling and more. It's even free for you to use. This is not a sponsored podcast. I was just really excited to have Danielle come on the show. Danielle is truly an expert in all things travel and bachelorette parties, and it was so fun chatting with her about planning them, choosing a destination, budgeting, the drama that goes into planning a bachelorette, and the latest bachelorette trends. Honestly, I'm so excited to share this interview with you today, so let's dive in. You're listening to Ask the Planner. I'm your host, Desiree Adams, owner of Verve Event Co., a company whose mission is to help couples enjoy planning the contemporary, sophisticated wedding they've always imagined. Together with other wedding industry experts, we reveal the crucial details and industry secrets that will help you plan and enjoy your flawless heirloom occasion. So pop your favorite champagne because we have a wedding to plan. Welcome to today's episode of Ask the Planner. I'm your host, Desiree Adams. And in this podcast, we step into the wild and wonderful world of bachelorette parties with our amazing guest, Danielle Eisenberg of Batch Place. A former M&A consultant and travel expert, Danielle has created a solution that will change the way you plan a bachelorette party. After planning hundreds of group trips for thousands of people, Danielle learned the ins and outs of planning that perfect trip. But when she was tasked with planning four totally different bachelorette parties, she discovered a massive gap in the bachelorette space. Fueling her passion and entrepreneurial spirit, she founded Batch Place, which is a game-changing platform that allows you to plan the ultimate bachelorette. As the go-to guru, she's all set to spill the secrets on making every bachelorette party a hit. Let's dive in. Guys, please help me welcome Danielle to the show. Danielle, thank you so much for joining me today. I can't wait to talk. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Just like so excited to talk about different bachelorette things and our entrepreneurial spirit and journey. It's a pleasure. Awesome. Okay. So I love starting each episode with a, you know, a little bit more about our guests before we dive into the interview. I read your bio at the top. I would love for you to tell our listeners in your own words more a little bit about you, your journey, how you got to where you are today, all the good things. So hi, everyone. I'm Danielle. And you know, no one in my immediate friend group was surprised when we went into this industry. I have always been that token friend that plans everything. I think it dates back to even high school in prom. I plan prom and then in college, every spring break trip and, and then afterwards, every friend trip has been me. And it's really in my DNA. And a little bit about us. So, you know, I come from a background where both my parents are international. I'm first generation American. And in our summers, we always traveled. So it really started from a young age, just a love of packing your bags and getting ready for a trip. So throughout my life, that's been my role. And then when I was in business school, I met my co-founder, Noi, and immediately we bonded over this idea of how can we plan the most epic trips, and we became known as those token planners, and that really is where we started this idea of trip planning as a potential startup idea, and 
I'm at the point in my life where all my friends are now married and everyone had asked me, Danielle, you know, can you plan my bachelorette party? And this happened around a year ago. So four of my best friends were engaged and everyone was, had said, Danielle, like you have to do this. And in doing so, I realized that there was a huge gap in the market. In the group travel space, there are a lot of tools to help you plan trips. But when it came to the bachelorette space, you know, I was sending like doodles and then I was sending emails and then I was sending text messages and I got overwhelmed. And I was like, this is something that I'm so passionate about. Like, how am I getting so overwhelmed by this? And I spoke to Noah and we were like, okay, there's something here. Like, let's, let's definitely dive in and understand what we're up against. And that's really the creation of Bachelors. I love that. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs are like you where they're like, there has to be a better way. It should be easier. And then you're for sure right because I feel like any you know, where I'm dating myself right now because my girlfriends and I are all planning our 40th birthday yeah. trip. <laughs> so we've been married for a little bit, but we started planning like a year ago about, you know, because we're like, we're all turning 40. We haven't seen each other in so long. So let's get together. It's hard to do a group trip. I feel like there's a lot for like couples or honeymoons and stuff like that. But like the group trip, it's a lot of like doing it on your own. So I think it's so smart that you decided to do this. Is Batch Place more of a concierge service or is it more a DIY platform? Can you tell us more about how it's set up? So Batch Place is set up so it's completely do-it-yourself. The idea is that you have everything you need for bachelorette planning in one place. We're taking, you know, all those steps. You can imagine like the invites that go out, the scheduling that goes out, the itinerary that has to be planned, and then that marketplace in one app, or well, a web-based platform. So it's completely do-it-yourself. The idea there is that we want to make it easy. Like I, as a planner, don't want to have to log in to 20 different apps to figure out how to plan this weekend because we all have full-time jobs and we're doing this on the side for our best friend, for our sister, for whoever it is in your life. And it's already a lot of work, so it should be as easy as possible. Yeah, I think that's so smart to have it all streamlined in one place. So you're not going to like all these different places and it's all over there for you, which is awesome. In terms of pricing, you know, how do you guys compare to what's available? Is there a charge to use the platform? You know, how is that set up? Because if it's DIY, you know, I would think that it's going to be less expensive. People have travel agents. So how did you guys figure that yeah. out? It's a great question. And we get it a lot. And so our platform is completely free to use. And the way we have done this is that we're working with vendors and have new markets that they're reaching. So we have special agreements with our vendors and we're priced at market. And what, you know, we're really basing our model off of what the Knot does or Zola, right? When you're, you look for certain suppliers, you're able to see them and find them and, and book with them for free. And it's like more B2B on the other side. For us, it was really important that the platform remains free because as a planner, you know, if you're type A, you you probably have an idea of how to do this to an extent. But if you've never done this before, you're overwhelmed. And we really, that's like the pain that we're really trying to help solve is that overwhelmed feeling. You're on an island, you're alone, and that's where the platform comes in. So it's very similar, I feel like, to what a travel agent does because they'll sometimes they'll charge a small fee to like get it started, but really it's because they become an expert. You don't need to pay them. They understand what your needs are and then they're getting paid in a different way, which I think it just benefits the group. 
So I think one of the biggest pain points and something that people never talk about is money. We've had multiple episodes on our podcast talking about money. You know, it's like the one thing that no one will ever broach. You know, when, when people are going on to Batch Place, are you helping them by asking them how much they have to spend? Are they asking people how much is in their budget? Like, how do you guys approach that aspect of the planning of the trip? I'm so glad you're bringing this up because this is something that I have seen like tear friend groups apart. Like money is a sensitive topic. It's taboo to talk about, but it is so important. What we tell all of our bachelorettes is talk about this as early as possible get everyone on the same page. And it's critical because it helps dictate the entire bachelorette. No one wants to go on a bachelorette and then receive a Venmo for X thousands of dollars without knowing what they've spent or agreed upon. So what we on our platform have is a budgeting tool that helps make everything transparent. When someone books something, you're able to see. We also are including ways of how to split payment, right? Like I think a really big pain is it's on one person's credit card and you have to Venmo and, you know, it gets really complicated. But the main point here is for anyone, you know, you don't have to use Batchelace for this. Just talk about budget ahead of time. There are a lot of ways to do it. You can have an anonymous form that people can put in what they're comfortable spending and no one has to feel that if they can't spend as much, right, like their name is going to be attached to it. And I think it's all about creating transparency and making everyone feel that they're included in the decisions. Yeah, I think that's such a big, important thing to address because... (laughs) I've definitely been on like a ski trip before and like people always like, disagreed. It was our annual ski trip and you know there's always people that like want to spend more and some people that want to spend less and what yeah. happened on the ski trip was well we opted for the less expensive place and then you know that meant that one of the couples was going to sleep on a pullout couch. There we got go. there. Yeah. They got the pullout like we drew, drew straws, they got the pullout couch and guess what? They got pissed. And I was like you want, this is what she wanted, you know, and this is, ski trip was canceled. We never went on it again. So so talk about it, guys. Those things like that too, like no one wants, okay, my other thing is everyone should have a bed. And unless someone wants ops at the beginning to say, I'm going to pay less than sleep on an air mattress, that's a different story. But if you are all paying equal amounts, everyone should have a bed that they're comfortable with. And you know, depending on your age group too, like some people might want their own room or not to share one bathroom for like 10 girls. Money is important to talk about and expectations also. Don't shy away from it. That's like yeah. my number one tip. Yeah, very much agree. So I don't even know, are there other competing platforms out there? Or are you guys really the only one? Like how did you guys compare to like what other people were doing or using? Yeah, so there are a lot of bachelorette planning services that are very localized, right? Like if you go to Nashville, you can hire a planner to help you plan the entire thing. And eventually, you know, one day I think those individuals will be listed as a service on our platform. We don't see them as direct competitors. We're really trying to be the first in the web-based platform space. I think there are other apps out there that might cover something similar, But our whole goal is understanding what the bride wants and how to get the planner to do exactly that. It's all about personalization. For us, we really want to understand, like, what is the vibe you're going for, right? Like, each weekend, like, I plan four, 
each bride was so different. Like, one, we went to Morocco. One, we went to Park City. One, we stayed local. And everyone had their own flair of, like, who they are. And that personality shined through. And it took a while to, like, figure that out. But that's really what we're trying to make happen in Batch Place is that every bride is different. And you shouldn't feel that you need to have this, like, cookie-cutter bachelorette just because that's what you see in the media and see on social media. Like, if you want to go to a cabin upstate and just chill for a weekend, that's your bachelorette, and that is totally okay. But if you want to go to Vegas and have pool parties every day, that's also okay. Like, no one should be telling you what you should do for your bachelorette because ultimately it's about who you are as a bride, and that's what we're really hoping to achieve. And people's preferences definitely change depending on, like, where they are in their life or they're like, I've been to so many and, you know, whatever. So, like, let's go do something different. So I think that's a really, really good point. Before you, you all came along, I feel like a lot of people were doing things on their own, booking things directly. Why is it really helpful if they're using a platform like you where they can just go through you for everything? So I would break this down into two parts. I think first, it's this planning tool aspect. It's making planning so simple that you're not going to be stressed about. I mean, you'll still be a little stressed. Let's, let's like not say that, but it's really keeping it organized for you. And the second most important thing I'll stress is that we are vetting all our vendors. We speak to our vendors directly. We understand. We know who they are. We've worked with them and we we fully trust them. There's this whole customer service aspect that we're also really strongly performing on is that we know that this is an important weekend and we know that you're only doing this once. So it needs to be perfect. And there's a lot of you know mishaps that can happen but with our vendors, we're making sure, you know, they're all vetted. Safety is a really big thing for me also. Like, you have a bunch of girls together. We want to make sure everyone feels comfortable. And so for those two reasons, I would say, you know, use us. It's in our DNA to provide excellent service. And that's one thing that, you know, we hope to have all our customers receive is just like top-notch service. I think that's a really good point. I mean, there are people obviously that are out there like you that are like, I'm the friend that plans everything. So I'm pretty organized, but still like you're doing all the work. (laughs) Have something that helps you do it. Think about any trip you plan, like the amount of hours. This is what I always say. Like everyone wants to go on a group trip, but no one wants to plan it. Like never. Except for the control freaks, but still, yes. Yeah, that's, and that's me always. I'm like, oh yeah, like, also if you want points, right? Like, it's like, oh, I'll book, like, the hotel. Exactly. Uh, you can put it on my card. It's cool. Yeah. Okay. But then it's like the aftermath. It's like, this is the other thing that's yeah. like hard. It's like, everyone should have a conversation of how they want to split bills. Like, if you go out to dinner, are you going to be writing down on the receipt what everyone had? Or are you going to be comfortable sharing it as a group? And if you set expectations ahead of time, this is for any group trip or any type of dinner with a group, like you just got to set expectations and then no one can really get upset if they know what they're walking into. Yeah, I completely agree because, you know, we were talking about our girls trip and we're like, are we eating in? Are we going out to eat? Do we make meals at home? Like, what do you guys want to do? You know, so I feel like talking about that for sure is a really easy or a good idea to do. Also, you bring up the part about vetting vendors and security. And like, you know, I feel it's the same thing with me when I'm planning stuff for our couples or like when I'm doing like a ski trip or whatever. It's like... I see this Airbnb, but is it legit? And now there's like all these stories about, not all, I don't know. I've seen them though. We're like, there's people, like there's cameras in the Airbnb where you're like, oh my God. Yeah. So, it's scary. It's, yeah. No, it's really, and it's like how many reviews 
I don't know. Right. I feel this way. I don't know if you feel this way, but like after a certain point, you read the same reviews and you're like, which property was this? Like, yes, did I read this one. Did I like save it? And then you get confused and you're, and then there's like decision fatigue. Cause you're like, I don't want to book. Like, what if this is the wrong choice? It's like, right. It's all on you. And then yeah. you're tasked with that. And like, what if people get mad? Are people comfortable with this money? You know, like, but then what if they get booked in the meantime, because we're, you know, we're, right. like, we're taking too long. And so like, it's going to be gone. So now we have to find another. Pl- oh, so it's like this this cycle like the way I the vision that we had when we were describing this problem was I was like I felt like I was on an island like I was on an island the bride was on her own island and the group of friends was on another island and like you didn't you couldn't you can't ask the bride because she doesn't really want to be involved and she shouldn't like this is a weekend that the one thing for her wedding that she shouldn't have to plan unless she wants to right but then the group of friends it's like we all know this, like you ask a group a question, you're either going to get no response or you're going to get too many responses that you're back at square one where you're like, I don't know what to do. So I asked, never mind. I'm just going to make the decision by myself. (laughs) So we're really helping the planner in their decision-making process. Mm -hmm. That is our true goal. Lovers, I'm interrupting my interview today with Danielle for a second to say that I know a bachelorette party might just feel like one more thing to budget for. All those additional wedding expenses add up. And as wedding planners, we know how quickly a budget can spiral out of control. Because of that, we have spent years refining our wedding budget template, and you can grab it in our template shop for under $50. Inside our wedding budget bundle, you get two spreadsheets, one for managing total expenses to the whole wedding budget and one for managing cash flow and vendor payments, which is super important, especially if you're planning for everything by yourself. I actually had one of my grooms tell me, oh my God, I had this spreadsheet in my mind, but you obviously had it all taken care of. But I was trying to put together a budget, but you're like, oh, here's the budget. And this is exactly what I wanted. So we're sharing that budget with you guys. Head to shop.verveventco.com to grab it now and use the code podcast 10 to save 10% off your entire cart. Again, that's shop.verveventco.com and use the code podcast 10 to save 10% off your entire cart. Now back to the interview. So talking about the bride, have you in your experience in the past or like what you've done and like with the platform, does the bride typically pay? I feel like this is, again, it's like a taboo topic that people don't talk about. Like how do you suggest or help people decide like how that's handled for the bachelorette? Oh yeah. We get this question so often just from like being in the industry. And I have a hot take on this where my, <laughs> I think it's based on my like friend group too. Like my hot take is that the bride should pay But that's, I've only been on really destination bachelorettes where, you know, we were spending like $1,500 or more and the bride paid. I think it's so unique to everyone's case, but ultimately it's something that if the bride ends up paying, I think there's a nice way to show the appreciation for that too. And we like got her a small gift, like we made her feel special. And as the maid of honor for one of them, you know, you, you, I bought all the welcome bags as like a thank you. And it's hard though. But my hot take is the bride should pay. Like weddings are so expensive. I think last year I spent I spent a lot of money. Like oh I don't even know yeah. if I want to say it out loud. I can't believe that you put you did four like all together. That's just like And oh then my I had God. the weddings oh. themselves. And right. some of them were travel and like right. 
being a startup founder, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a lot of money. <laughs> like, yeah. we're not making an income right now. And it's like, oh my God, like, how am I supposed to pay for all this? Mm-hmm. Um, but what my friend group did, which is something that maybe others want to also do is we realized like, we're all close friends. We're all going to be going to each other's bachelorettes. Ultimately, like the bride will pay because if it's, you know, Ariel one day, it's going to be Chloe the next day and then it's going to be me one day. So it all goes around and it all equal out. Yeah. I agree with you. I feel like I would be happy to pay for myself. I would just kind of feel like, not like I'm freeloader. I would just feel better that I'm also helping to contribute. And like, yeah, if there's like a gift or like we do like random stupid games or, you know, whatever it is, like there's other things that people can pay for. But I feel like me, you know, I am asking you to come to the wedding. You're probably buying a dress. Like, you know, there's expenses for you to celebrate me so I can pay for myself so yeah hot take but I agree with you that I feel like you know I don't think it's like an opportunity for the bride which I feel like I also see too to like get whatever she wants and like do like I feel like I've heard these things where like they get the bride a gift and it's like a designer bag or like you know some some things and I'm just like I can't even I don't even know how to process that you know I just think it's it's become this like elaborate, it's like showing off in a way that's like not, I don't know, that doesn't feel like unique to like the friendship anymore. It just feels like I just want to show like what we have. Mm-hmm. And it's like a us, flex. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like a flex that, but it's like, for what? Like, right. ultimately, like these weekends should be about connecting with like your closest friends and those are the memories. I know I'm not married, right? But I haven't had a bachelorette yet. But all my friends have been like, this was the best weekend ever. Like, probably after the wedding, they're like, this is the best thing that has happened on this wed. Like, the wedding ride mm-hmm. is is that it's all your favorite girls or guys or whoever, like, together for one weekend. And yeah, no, I agree. it doesn't happen. Like, you know, we get older, different things come up. Exactly. You have kids and you're like, I'm never going to see you again until our 40th birthday. And then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Then we're all old. Well, that's what I'm like. Oh God, by the time I get married, all my friends are going to have like probably two kids. I'm like, are they even going to be able to come to a bachelor? No, they're like, please, can I please come? We're going to leave the kids at home. And I, I know you need this trip. We're going to celebrate you, but I need this trip. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be more for them at that point. Exactly. Not really, guys, but what are your thoughts? Because I feel like you're also a lot in this space and you see this a lot on the term bride squad, bride tribe, like stuff like that. Just wondering. This is another one. I'm like, I'm done with that. Mm -hmm. I think that term has been used, overdone. I didn't even like it when it first came out personally, but that's like my own personal thing. I think I, I shy away from those things. I think it's, you know, if people like it, that's great, but no one needs another shirt that says that no one needs another water bottle I actually read this article that said the salvation army oh my god their shelves are stacked with (laughs) with bachelorette things that say like bride tribe or bride squad and and they're like no one wants it (laughs) and it's like kind of comical because like you could probably go to salvation army now and pick up a whole stock of things bachelorette if you need it but no no more we're done with that we can we can move on to the next the next thing I know I feel like it's you know it might have been cute I don't know the first time someone thought of it because it was cute but then like after a while it just becomes cliche and I completely agree people don't need another thing that has like bridesmaid on it I don't know some brides love that because they're like celebrating you know they are the bride and that's totally fine but I feel like a lot of our couples 
it's just not their style anymore. So I, I agree with you on that one. Going along with that, are there trends in the bachelor party space that you are also still over or think that people should stop doing? Or is, are there other ones or are there things that you're like excited about? So I am, I'll talk about something I'm so excited about because that's like been on my mind lately. I love these funny themes that people are doing on their bachelorettes. Like I, I'm just like the Guy Fieri one where like, I was dying laughing. Like, the, I kept watching these videos and, like, these girls are amazing. Like, this is, I mean, that's also my kind of vibe. Also, like, you know, just, like, comical, funny, like, rolling on the floor laughing. I think we've seen, like, obviously Barbie was really cute that people did and, like, super fun. But these, like, funny themes, like, the grandma stuff, I, like, I love that. I just, like, can't get over it. I'm, like, this is hilarious because in my mind, I'm, like, when else are you going to dress up like this? Like, it's just funny because it's, yeah, you're just not taking yourself too seriously and you're just having fun. Like, I saw one where people, I think, were dressing up like their favorite parts of the bride. And it wasn't like body parts, but it was like, it was all funny and like nice. It wasn't like making fun of her or anything, but it was like all yeah. her different aspects. And they like basically like putting together a character based on like an attribute that she had, which is like also, how do you do that? <laughs> so that is so creative. I think that's yeah. like, it's amazing. I love a good theme. I always find it hard to like find a costume for Halloween. So it's funny that yeah. I'm saying this, but like I love, I love all the themes that people get so creative. It's yeah. Like no, I was again, like, because we're turning 40, we were talking about that for our, our trip and we were talking about like a 90s theme. And there's like now outfits for 90s themes or like we saw because we're going to Key West and apparently like the, I don't know if the people that are listening are old enough to remember this, but there was like the real world road rules house in Key West. And I was like, we could do like oh a real God. world road rules theme. I don't know how you would do that but just like something just like kind of funny i don't know i think it's fun i feel like we didn't go into this enough so i want to ask you more about it again like so when people log into batch place can you tell us more about like what the actual tools are that are at their disposal because i feel like we're talking about it and how awesome it is but i don't know if people understand like fully yet like this is everything that you get totally yeah this would be a good overview so we're also about to release a whole new version of our platform. So what mm -hmm. we're talking about right now is like where it is today. Right now, when you log in, you set up this bachelorette. And what we ask are a set of questions to understand a little more about the bride and what this vibe is that we're talking about. So it's like how, a mix of how much partying you want to do, adventure, wellness, chill. And based on answering the sliding scale, you get a bunch of recommendations that are catered to you for the destination you're going to. And I should note right now we're operating in Scottsdale, Miami, and Austin. And based on those recommendations, they're all bookable within our platform. If you book something, it'll automatically be added to your itinerary. And then also right now, because you know we're a young company, we are totally available on a customer service front. So it's actually like you're getting a concierge service totally mm -hmm. for free. Like we're available on text or call, whatever you really need to help you answer any questions we're about to launch a budgeting tool as well that we talked about so you know helping you set a budget and then having that transparency of seeing everything that's booked and itemizing it based on the number of guests and you know one big thing also is just transparency in general like people don't know what's happening because they're not checking their emails all the time they're not checking text messages so they miss out on a lot in our next version that's going to be released there'll be multi-user access you know, as a guest invited to the platform, you're able to put in like, what's your flight information? Oh, that's so smart. Yeah, because I think that's a big part of it too, is like coordinating 
like yeah. when people land it's like oh like who's right. here like, i'm gonna share an uber and you're like you don't know all the girls also like i think just like a contact list right like being able to see who's invited like what's their phone number all of that is really being synthesized into one place. Yeah, I think that's really smart, too, because especially with a bachelorette, there's definitely a high possibility that you don't know half of the people that are going, okay. which makes it even harder. Like with my girls' trip, we've all been friends since college. The, this is the group. But with a bachelorette and a wedding, you're like, I have no idea who Susie is. And like if she's comfortable spending this much money, like where she's traveling from or like her cell phone, 100%. you know, all of that stuff. It's like an amazing weekend when you think about it because it's people from the bride's life from like childhood all the way to like her office, like everyone <laughs> in between, like and one out, like besides it's also such a nice precursor for the wedding because you go on these bachelorettes, you like make memories with people who you've never met before. And then at the wedding, you're like, it's like a reunion for you yeah. and like the new friends you made. And it, it's like Something so special when you really think about it. I think it's really, really smart what you guys are doing. Before we start to wrap up, we did get some questions from our listeners that I wanted to get your take on because I think they are really, really great questions. So the first one is from, they're actually both from Alyssa. Great questions, Alyssa. So her first question is, how do you pick a location that everyone can travel to? Suggestions or tips for that? So I'll give a few tips that we normally speak to our customers about. What I recommend, so first and foremost, you always have to pick a date. And then what I would look at are like flights to that to a destination based on where the majority of people are coming from, because that's also part of the cost that I think some people like forget about is, you know, it's not always going to be equal for everyone. But if you want to stay in the U.S., for example, I would pick ask the bride for like, you know, three or four destinations that she's really interested in and then kind of look at flights and like go from there to just see like. If most people are coming from like New York and LA, like we're somewhere in the middle or like priced in the middle that we can all meet at, that's like fair for everyone. I also think time of year is also important to think about with a destination. Like, does the bride want it to be warm? You know, what type of vibe is she going for that you can really like cater to that? Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. And because, you know, if everyone's having to fly across the country to go to like, you know, Palm Springs, versus most people are on the east coast you know trying to figure that out and there is you know sometimes there is like the outlier the friend luckily like in our friend group she's like it's fine guys i knew this was going to happen when i moved out to california because we're all literally on the east coast so she's like it's fine you know it definitely affects people's like how much they have to invest into the experience the other question that Alyssa asked was how early should planning for the bachelorette start especially when they all live in different states it's hard to start planning i think my tip is once there's a wedding date, ask the bride when she wants the bachelorette to be and try to lock in a date as soon as possible. The earlier you lock things in, A, like the easier it is to start planning because you have more time, but also you can find better Airbnbs. You can find, you know, better flight options. Like you're giving people the awareness of, hey, this date is like six months away. You can also save up more, right? Like I think there are different elements of to like, starting planning as soon as possible. I mean, if you start a year out from a bachelorette date, it's going to be hard because, you know, vendors won't take reservations that far in advance. Like restaurants a lot of times won't, but you can at least get, I would say six months is like perfect, but it really depends on when the wedding date is. If the wedding date's locked in, have the bride like pick her weekend and, you know, people get busy. Like, you know, I had four in one year. So I know someone who had like seven in one year, like it's, 
crazy. Like, really crazy. Yeah, like, there's all this revenge travel, and then there's all these weddings, which is awesome, but it's also, like, people's schedules get booked really far out. So, I completely agree with you. If they know the date, ask the bride what time of year she wants to have it, have the date locked in, and then you guys can kind of take your time with picking the location, at least. But you're right, like, if it's a really popular destination, those places, you know, the vendors there, the lodging there are going to get booked out earlier, and then you're going to, you know, there's a potential of losing out on something or having to pay more because you waited a little bit. So I feel like just having as a planner, having that cushion to give you guys. Plus like people just take freaking long to make a decision. They're like decision by committee or just waiting on people to make a response is painful. So that's one thing. It's so, it's so true. It's like you can send out an email and you'll be like, everyone get back to me in like two weeks. You probably won't actually end up sending sending for like a month. Like, I think we all forget how long it takes people to, like, get back. To- That's one thing we're trying to do, too, is, like, in, in our platform, you would see, like, who is attending, who hasn't answered yet, like, who has said no. Just so, like, there's also that social pressure to, like, answer. Like, you're not just waiting on, like, right you know, Gabby to like fill in her response or something. Yeah. We definitely have a friend that's like, Desiree, you still haven't filled out the form. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. But sometimes I'm like, I just need that reminder to do it because I just like have too many things going on. So we're going to start to wrap up. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about that we haven't covered as far as like planning bachelorette parties? I would say talk about budget, plan as early as possible. And then also when it comes to batch place, you know, we're young, but we know what we're doing. Like both my co-founder and I are expert planners and we're looking for these early users to really help us shape like what our product is going to be. I mean, we've already planned, you know, 45 bachelorettes. So we have a lot under our belt, but we're really looking for people who are interested in, you know, sending a new tech that's out there that's going to just make their life easier. And we're always ready for feedback and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest. You guys have awesome content on on Instagram. (laughs) I love it. I think it's amazing. So you guys are doing a really, really good job. Yeah. So we'll make sure to link to all of that in our show notes and all the important places. Can you talk a little bit more about like wellness, fitness versus like drinking? Like I feel like there's, you know, Gen Z is even, I feel like, less so into, like, all of the drinking and stuff for bachelorette parties. Can you talk about more about, like, how you see that in the industry in general? Totally. And bachelorettes don't have to be drinking 24-7. Like, if you want that, amazing. Like, we've planned parties for people who want that, and I love it. But what I actually have seen are, even on those parties where it's, like, a lot of partying, people still want a little bit of wellness, whether that's, like, a hike in the morning or, like, you know, just healthy meals throughout the trip. What I realized is that there's a big emphasis now on like your mental headspace too. Like I personally cannot drink three days straight anymore. Like I will be a wreck come Sunday. We have vendors who like can accommodate this, but also like how we talk about bachelorettes, I think are, is going to start to change. What we've seen, it's more about community. It's more about bringing your friends together as opposed to like getting drunk at a pool party all day, 24 seven. And it's about creating memories together that you will actually remember. Exactly. No, I think that's a really, really good point because depending on, you know, what floats your boat, I definitely like partied and, you know, had fun. But I feel like also like people like to have some downtime too. 
And just having that time and, you know, the space in your calendar on the trip to be able to just like reconnect with your friends and like get to know them and stuff like that. I feel like that's, yes, it's fun, but also I think like you just get to enjoy people's company and do other things too, instead of having to do all of that. If you're worried, people that are listening, you know, guys, you know, make it whatever you guys want it to be. And if you want it to be a a drunken party, that's fine too. But, you know, just because you're having a bachelorette doesn't mean it has to be all of that all of the time. And that's another good point is what we realized too is like when you lay out the itinerary, you can start to see how stacked the days are. And it's like, mm, maybe like we need like a two hour downtime in the house just to like chill. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not, you know, like just hanging out together can be super fun, but also your body just needs like rest. If you're like on the go 24 seven, you're going to crash and then people don't make it out. And then, you know, people get upset if the, like the bride might get upset if like people don't make it out Saturday night. Cause you went too hard Friday. So it's really about, ba- it's a balancing act. It's a like yeah. delicate balancing act. But I think when you lay it all out on paper, it makes it easier to see like, maybe we're overloading the day and like, yeah. maybe it's best to like, you know, sit by the pool for an hour in the afternoon. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point is because, you know, you have so much information coming at you from social media and like all these other places of like all the things that you want to do. Like we should do this. We should do this. Like I'm definitely guilty of that. Like we should do all of this stuff. But then, like you said, when you lay it out in a calendar or on paper, you're just like, this is a lot. And then you're going to be exhausted. And like, you're right. Like you won't be able to go out later on. You'll miss like your dinner reservation. People won't be able to rally. You know, they'll just be exhausted. And then they're like, I spend all this money. And then, like, I'm exhausted and, I, yeah. I, you know, all that stuff. So when people get sick. It's like, yes. Ooh. One other big tip is, like, what we have found is if you have, like, an Uber or a car service, like, picking you up for dinner at a certain time, it gets people, like, ready. Like, you're like, the car is coming at 730. Whoever's not ready, like, you have to I find your that. own way there. And, like, we've paid for this already. So you want to be on this, like, you want to be in the Suburban. And it's just, like... People rally because they're like, oh, shit, like, I don't want to have to spend, you know, 20 bucks to, like, to get myself to dinner. That's a really good point, though, too, um, having that because it's also fun and also safe. So love that. We're going to transition to our last two segments, which is Never Have I Ever and then our This or That, which is just kind of fun. Okay. Since we're talking about bachelor and bachelorette parties, bachelorette parties, sorry. Sorry, guys. We'll do a bachelor episode if people want that. Never Have I Ever Danced on a Table. Have you ever done this? I have. I'm, I'm guilty of this. Wow. I think I'm dancing on a few tables. Like (laughs) (laughs) there's one, one memory that I, this was like, I think soft, no freshman year of college. We went to this Greek restaurant for my birthday and we got on the tables and just started throwing all the paper napkins. And that was like my, maybe the second time, but I love dancing. I love elevated platforms as well. So I'm always like, You're such a performer. I love it. I'm, I'm the one on stage. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's hilarious. No, I mean, I'm also actually guilty of this. I actually, I don't know if it was a table, but at my bachelorette, like we went to this place and they were like, here's a checklist of things to do. And I was like, oh yes. Cause I'm obviously type A and I'm like, anything I can do to like check things off or like feel like accomplish something I will do. And it was, to dance obviously it was on the checklist so I wasn't the only one but it was like dance on a speaker so like next to the stage is a speaker so 
I was like, yes, I'm all for that because I, I am a dancer. But I love it. I love that we're both guilty. It's not terrible. It's just fun. No, I um, feel okay. like there's way there's things that way worse. That Other, so yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that was like kind of PG. It wasn't a terrible one. Okay, so our last segment is this or that. So just say what comes to your mind first. Okay, overpack or pack light in oh, general overpacker, for you. Overpacker, always. It's so bad, but... <laughs> It's in my DNA. At you got to be prepared. Would you rather first class airfare, but two star hotel or economy seat and five star hotel? Economy seat, five star hotel. I love um, uh, five star hotels. They're like any day yeah. of the week. I agree. Plus it's going to last longer. You can enjoy it more. Window seat or aisle seat for the rest of your life? Oh, this is hard. Wow. Okay. I think window most of the time. You can same because I me too. I like to sleep, so I'm like I'm, I'll just. But I do always get up to go to the bathroom. So <laughs> sorry for my neighbor. <laughs> Miss your flight or lose your baggage? Which one would you rather have happen to you? Miss my flight. I don't know which one I would do. I feel like if you miss one flight, you just like miss all the other flights, and then it's just terrible. Like with your lose your baggage, I'm like I'll just go shopping. But Actually, if there's like something important in there that's like sentimental. All I can think of is, like, imagine you're on the way to your honeymoon and you, like, oh. lose your luggage. But then I guess, like, shopping. I'll just go shopping. <laughs> right. There you go. Or, like, on your way to a bachelorette and you, like, lose your... This right. is why I never... Well, actually, for all the bachelorettes, I had to check a bag. But mm-hmm. I always try to just mm-hmm. do carry-on. Yeah. Same. Travel with your ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend for a month or travel with your worst boss for a month? Ugh. <laughs> I found these online. These are terrible. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to go with my ex-boyfriend. I'm on, like, good terms with some of them. So, I like, think I would do the same. Like, the worst boss, like, they'll just be me to you. A limited Wi-Fi or a limited phone battery while traveling? I'm going to go with phone battery. Because sometimes I like to decompress. Like, especially oh. when I'm on vacation. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to, like, not be in the Unplugged buzz of the world. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Like, unplugged. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I feel like I'm like, I just get a clutch and I would just have Wi-Fi because then I can't post anything. But also I'm the same way. I'm like the the person that will like take all of this content during a trip and then I will never post it. Like we went on a trip to Charleston in June, still never posted it for my family. It's still there. I never posted it because I was like, I was living in the moment. I will do that at some point. But fly free forever or eat free forever? Oh my God. This might be one of the hardest questions ever. Like, I know. I think I'm going to go for fly for free forever because I love traveling. I'm always planning a trip, like always. And if I could go anywhere for free, like I'd be in a Same. different place like every month. Like I'd do a month here, a month there. Honestly, outside of America or like Europe is like affordable. Like <laughs> you're, you're not paying $100 for like a meal right. when you're going to like Bangkok. Like, right. Because then you can just do what like you would fly first class forever, you know. Yeah. Food, like, you have to pay for. You have the choice. Yeah, I agree with you. Bougie club or dive bar? Oh, dive bar. I don't know. I feel like it depends on the mood. If I had a choice, I'd do the club because I never go. Because <laughs> I have kids. But anyway. Yeah. I miss the days of, like, I used to plan all our corporate happy hours. And with a corporate card, it was always like, oh, you know, a couple thousand. Like, what's the big deal to buy a table? Maybe I shouldn't even be talking about this, but... <laughs> I miss those days because now I would never pay that much money, but right. it's always nice to have a table. A yeah, it's it's all about the experience. Ski in Switzerland or beach in Fiji? Oof. 
I'm torn because I'm like such a beach girl, but I also am such a skier. At this point in my life, I think a beach on Fiji is like, there yeah. we go. I'm like in total happiness. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like at the beach I get to relax. Skiing I would love. I'm not good enough to ski in Switzerland yet, so there's that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I would love to go. You know, I'd just stay in the It's all about opera ski. Exactly. And the hot yeah. tub. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's all about that. I agree. Oh my God, Danielle, it was so lovely talking to you. I really appreciate your time. I feel like what you're doing is amazing and I can't wait for our listeners to find you and connect with you. So can you tell us where you are, all the places, and we'll make sure to link it, link to it in our show notes. Amazing. I mean, this was the best hour of my day. So this was lovely. For our website, it is www.batchplace.com. We are on Instagram, batchplace official also on pinterest and tiktok so all the channels we're going to be posting a lot more in the next couple weeks so really excited for our new content as well and also i forgot to mention on our website we have some free materials for anyone who's listening so one thing we realize is that like games it's so hard to think about games like what do i play how to play what are the rules so we've put together this amazing template that you can get for free it's batchplace.com slash games and it's a downloadable template that just lists out our top 10 favorite games. One of them is the fiance game, which I know some people are probably familiar with where you ask the questions and it's recorded. It becomes like a really fun game to play on the bachelorette. And then also for anyone right now, we have a free planning template as well. So it's a downloadable document and it really keeps it simple. So you can get a flavor of like how we operate and, you know, this is all stuff that we really just want people to be able to plan with ease and use it. If you like it, come back to us, please, because, you know, this is all for the betterment of everyone in our community. I think that's a really great idea. And plus, like with games, like people love a good game. Not too many guys because people are like, all right, it's another game. But I feel like games are always really, really fun. So I think that's awesome. We'll make sure to link to that, obviously, in our show notes as well batch b-a-c-h like in bachelorette guys go follow them it's awesome like their content is so hilarious and fun and educational so love it thank you so much danielle i can't wait for everyone to hear this episode that's all for today lovers i hope you loved today's episode as much as i did and you're starting to look forward to your own bachelor party or bachelor weekend i absolutely love talking to danielle she is such a breath of fresh air and we could have talked forever she had so many fun ideas in this episode and i really love how batch plays just makes it as easy as possible to plan a fun trip with all of your friends if you decide to use batch place make sure you tag us at ask the planner podcast so we can live vicariously through you and check in on how amazing your bachelorette party was because I would just love to go. I just need a trip. Anyways, if you have questions about what we talked about today, send me a DM or leave it in your review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Leave us a voicemail on our wedding planning hotline with all of your questions at 585-210-3467. Again, that's 585-210-3467. And we will share your question live on a future episode. Don't worry if you want us to keep it private or anonymous. We won't share your name. Also, make sure you follow Danielle at 
at Batch Place Official on Instagram. That's B A C H Place Official. And now that brings us to our review of the day. Today's review of the day comes from Renee. And Renee is actually leaving a review for episode 87 of the podcast, which is a skin and spirit focused approach to natural wedding beauty with Erica Martell. So Renee writes five stars, loved it. Ladies, the episode was so good. Desiree, you are a wonderful podcast host. This was such a pleasure to listen to. And I know that even those who are not getting married or who are not here and makeup artists or planners would benefit from the wealth of knowledge shared here. I really feel like there is a place and a space for this, what we have cultivated in the world, which is what we call experiential beauty. It is something that I think will have a positive eye-opening impact on anyone who strives to provide provide or receive better services in any part of a service-based industry. Tip of the iceberg, Erica, you crushed it. Heart, Renee. Lovers, this was such a good episode. Erica and Renee of Erica Renee Beauty have truly cultivated an amazing experience for their brides full of pampering and relaxation to make sure your head and your heart are in the right place on your wedding day. So if you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you rewind or just skip back and go to episode 87. If you could be awesome like Renee and leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we would so love it if you could. Please share the podcast with your vendors, a fellow engaged couple. Take a picture of the podcast in your car and tag me on Instagram at Ask the Planner Podcast. We just love hearing from our lovers. Reviews and shares are so helpful to us podcasters because it helps us little indie shows get found by more people. If you are not sure what to write in your review, let me know where you're listening from. Drop some emojis, submit a question for our Never Have I Ever segment, or let us know in your review where you're going on your bachelorette party or your bachelorette weekend, who is planning it, if it was hard, if it was easy, if you had nothing to do with it. I'm just here for all of it. That wraps up today's episode. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we talk about one of my favorite parts of the wedding, the cocktails and the mocktails with an amazing mixologist. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Ask the Planner. To make sure you enjoy planning your heirloom occasion, visit asktheplannerpodcast.com where you'll find show notes and ways to connect with me. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe and please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so other couples can find the show and plan their flawless wedding just like you. 